Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Listen, if you are a person who chooses to shave, we have to tell you about Athena Club, a 10 out of 10 phenomenal razor. Athena Club's razor has thousands of five-star reviews from customers, including myself, and is designed with built-in skin guards to help prevent razor burn while being gentle on curves. Plus, the razor blade is surrounded by a water-activated serum with shea butter and hyaluronic acid. I'm telling you, this razor is amazing. The best part is the razor kit is only $10 and comes with with two blade heads, a magnetic hook for shower storage, and your choice of handle color. And with Athena Club, you never have to think about blade refills because you choose how often you want your replacement blade shipped to you for free. And don't get me started on how fantastic their shave foam is. Wow, put me in a pool of it, okay? Honestly, check out all of Athena Club's products on their website. I'm a fan of so many of them. Uh, If you shave, show your skin you care with Athena Club Razor Kit. Head to athenaclub.com and use code MOMDAD for 25% off your first order. Again, that's athenaclub.com and use code MOMDAD for 25% off. Athena Club has also launched in Target stores nationwide, so make sure to check out the shaving aisle to buy their products in-store in real life. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Your mom and dad. Well, welcome home, family. Welcome home. It's your, your mom, mom and dad. dad. Wow. <laughs> welcome. Family, I have something to announce. Um, your dad has a brand new personality trait, and it is a overcoming personality trait, mm-hmm. and that is that your dad watches Vanderpump Rules 24-7 now. It's, you guys, I am so late to the game. I had no idea what I was missing. It is insane. <laughs> you love it so much. Every time, I the past like week, every time I turn around and look at Evan, he has one earphone in, and he's watching an episode of Vanderpump Rules on his phone 24 hours a day. What looks like me parenting and sitting there with my daughter is actually just me piping in Vanderpump. And I'm going, uh-huh, And there's uh-huh, really uh-huh. nothing like good parenting than including Vanderpump rules in your routine. Just the top It's seriously, parenting. I just can't believe these people exist. And I think I'm so grateful that they exist. It's insanity. That's the thing. Like, I've we've talked about it before, but I am brand new to the game. Uh, Instagram-less Aunt Katie is the one yeah. who told me to start watching it. And it happened right I started watching the first two episodes like right before Scandaval mm-hmm. broke and I'm like, I can't help but get sucked into this. I think I love this. I'm fascinated by everyone on this show. I have my faves and I have to say from the get before Scandaval even broke, I couldn't stand the Toms. Okay. I always disliked the Toms. Yeah. Trustworthiness doesn't like emanate from them. No, no. I was never a fan starting at the top. I always, I had my people right at the top that I loved, but um, yeah, it's your new personality. What I'm blown away by the most is that the most insane characters on a show 
come from a show about just people who work in a restaurant. Like, it's not like we went to the craziest parts of the world to find. It's like, no, these are just people who like signed up for the restaurant and they're like, oh, yeah, you can film us. Like, yeah. I worked at a restaurant. Well, that know, was not, this was not happening. They don't work at a restaurant anymore. I know, but I'm saying that's where they came from. And yes. I'm just I mean, saying, but like, you have to know this I too. Either. They were cast. Sure, I know. And I let me believe. Cast. No, but, but they're still real. These are real people. This you know, is you, could, this you, is, you could go in and, like, back in the day, get served by them? It's like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of them. Some, some of them. them. Okay. But here's the thing. Sure, there's production involved, but in general, like, these are real people. And this is the, you know, LVP, Lisa Vanderpump, the absolute queen. She came in and she knew exactly what she was doing in the sense that, like, this woman knows how to cast. This woman knows how to cast. You know what a huge fan I am of LV- is, LVP. I'm literally obsessed with these so people. So here's, here's the deal. We, if you're listening to this the day that this drops, the finale episode is tonight. So Cannot what wait. this episode is going to be is basically like kind of a thesis a wrap up of everything that's been going on, a reminder for people who, you know, have been following along for people who don't know what's going on. Now you can catch up quick before the finale airs tonight and everyone will be talking about it, I'm sure. And then all the reunions. But then also we want to find out all just about the tea and all the timelines and know all of that leading up to it. We need to know this. Well, there's like, it's like there's there's watching the show. Yes. And then there's like the cultural phenomenon that exploded around the show and every element in between and things that weren't happening on the show in between the show, you know, outlying characters, all that stuff. And I think that it adds so much depth to what is just absurd behavior. (laughs) And there's been so many just like interviews and tea spilt and all of this in the past like two months leading up to all this that we need to dive into all of that before we dive into the finale episode. It's too deep. It's like it's like a it's like a conspiracy web. And I can't wait to, you know, do the finale recap next week with what I'm sure is going to be some Tom impressions on your end because Evan's also been walking around doing a lot of Tom Schwartz impression. <laughs> Tom Schwartz, Sandoval. Hey, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, dude, I can't even. Dude, this is insane, man. We got to open up the restaurant, bro. Dude. I wonder when, he, when he's having sex, does he go, dude, this feels so good, dude. Bro. He's like, dude. <clears throat> dude, I love it when we have sex, dude. This is sick sex. We got to open up the restaurant, but first I got to. My band, man, my band needs to needs to rehearse. Do we got another show where I get to wear light up vest, dude? Hey, dude, that's pretty good. It's a, hey, dude. And then Schwartz, come on, man. And I like how he like he fakes, like he always fakes like interest. Like he'll be oh, like, I know. dude, we got to open this place, and it's just like, dude, you haven't you've been you've been like you haven't you've even been, been at the restaurant. Your band. You don't even give a shit. Yeah, you were drunk. What about dude. and then Schwartzy comes in. Schwartz is like, man. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Cheating sucks. Can't believe I can't believe that you made me do that, man. It's cast life. But bub, bubs, bubba, bubba. Oh, you're the worst, <laughs> Katie. Man, this is a really good bottle of wine, but you actually are the worst person ever, and you made my life a living hell. But bubba, congrats to selling our home, bubba. 
Oh, man. Dude, that dinner with Schwartz he just and Katie. insults her the whole time. The amount of crowns I give to Katie, what an absolute queen. Just the the, ta- the patience of a saint. But then when she decides to go off, I am so lit up with joy and ecstasy inside my bones. Well, the biggest thing that I've learned from Tom is it's, it shows you how much presentation you know is God. huge. He's saying some of the worst stuff to her, but he says it like in a, oh, shucks. I know. And so you're kind of going, wait, is he? Totally offended. Oh, he is. He's absolutely destroying That's her right now. That's the thing with Schwartz. Like, they always say he never has to be held accountable for anything because it's always like, well, there goes Schwartz again. Yeah, he's just like, oh, I don't know. I'm just, <laughs> oops, I didn't pay my taxes for the last year. Come on, government. <laughs> Man, you guys are so cool, the government. You guys don't need to put me in jail, do you? Man. Man. <laughs> Dude. My show's coming up, man. Come on. <laughs> it's like more like sound bites than anything. <laughs> Bro. Bro. It's it's, it's kind of here, you know? It's like, come on, dude. It's like, dude, I've been saying this for weeks. It's like hair. It's always like, oh. We care so much about this <laughs> restaurant. We're going to be gone for a one week right before it opens and then not open again. It's so good. I'm so excited for more. It's sick. Well, okay. So before we dive in, here's the thing. I just wanted to share this. Thank you for your impressions, by the way. They make my heart so happy. That is what I, that's, that's the, that's the, what I bring to this place. I so appreciate that. <laughs> they fill my heart with joy. Um, family, here's the thing. If you followed along on, uh, follow along with us on Instagram, you know, um, the past few days on a personal note have been pretty tough. Yeah. Um, and I want to talk with the family about that, you know, yeah. and, and get into some yeah. of the stuff that's been yeah. going on and just share with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to do that at the end of the episode. We want to just take some time, you know, at the end of the episode and yeah, just yeah, share <clears throat> about what's been going on um, with us the past couple of days. Uh, but here's the thing. First, we have a special guest, you know, to heal the heart and soul and the mind. Nothing we got to get into like our, you know how this makes me feel better is talking all of our reality TV shit. And we have none other than Kiki Monique from the Talk of Shame, who is, in my opinion, the pinnacle of Bravo reality TV celebrity reporting. She is going to be in studio with us in just a moment to break down all the drama, all the tea, everything about Scandaval, Vanderpump Rules, all of this as we go into the finale tonight. Um, But before we welcome her in, we have to take a quick pause. Of course. So family, here's the thing. As I get older, one of my goals that I've decided I I will do is I will learn a new language, okay? It's one of my goals. And luckily, I know a great way how, and that's through Babbel, the language learning app that sold more than 10 million subscriptions, a truly fun and easy way to learn a new language. Babbel teaches bite-sized language lessons that you'll actually use in the real world. Babbel's 15-minute lessons make it the perfect way to learn a new language on the go. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel's lessons were created by over a hundred language experts and their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. Yes, and with Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages and there are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. They're so much fun. Uh, plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. 
Start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, you can get up to 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash momdad. That's babbel.com slash momdad for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. Okay, and we are in the studio with Kiki Monique from the Talk of Shame, the famous Kiki. I feel so special. I don't think I've ever gotten a round of applause before. It's a two round. (laughs) Double round. Thank you so much for coming. I was like, when Scandaval broke, obviously I have been attached to your Instagram and all of your content because you are the person that I come to, you are the queen to me of all celebrity reality TV. I mean, all everything. Oh, good that I'm doing my job. <laughs> you are the absolute queen. So how have you been I since mean, this broke? This is my Super Bowl, obviously. <laughs> I, mean, I have been watching Vanderpump. Like most people talk about that transition from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills that like people who didn't watch didn't get to see when right. Sheena was talking to Brandy Glanville because, you know, she cheated with her husband, all of that. So yes. I've been watching since then. So like this is like and the fact that they've been on the air for 10 years on the air for 10 years. I didn't even realize it had been that long that I've been You're friends like, with these people in my by. head. For, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So I love it. So when this broke, it was just like absolute I'm, madness. Chaos. Yeah, madness and chaos. And what was so interesting was like. I know a lot of Bravo people, and I thought everyone in my life had been watching this show, but they hadn't. So then the fact that so many people then had to go back and watch nine seasons, I was like, (laughs) oh, my God, I'm so excited for you. You don't even know what you're in for. That's the thing. I'm like, I've been now starting to go back, and it's kind of now the gift that keeps giving because I'm like, oh, my God, I have like hundreds of episodes that now I can can do this with. It's like someone being like... What's Star Wars? And you're yeah. like, oh. <laughs> like, exactly. Let me explain. What's Game of Cultural? Thrones? And you're yeah, like, yeah, you're oh, like, oh. I have so much content. This is incredible. Um, but okay, just quick, quickly about you. Yeah. Um, in case for some reason people listening do not know who you are, can you give us a little bit of a bio background? Well, most people know me as the talk of shame. That's like my TikTok. Yeah. That's my Instagram. And I just started it really to talk about Pop culture, which obviously Bravo is a huge part of pop culture, which why is it get talked about so much? Um, And yeah, I do a lot of just making videos, trying to give you as much information in 60 seconds as possible in my videos is my goal. And you do it so well. (laughs) You do it so well. So, okay, when the news of Scandaval broke, I would love to know that first 24 hours what was going on? I mean, I don't think I did anything for 72 hours. That was the thing. Like, I was so consumed by this news. I was like, you had to just get as much information from as many people as possible. Because that's the thing about this, like, gossip blog world, right? Right. Everyone has their sources. And look, I believe my sources are the best. Everyone believes their sources are the best. (laughs) And it's like, you know, some of the information you get, too, it's like, okay, but you can't really tell this because this could like maybe put my job in jeopardy or someone told right. me in a message. That's a nightmare. It's yeah, a that's nightmare. tough. Yeah. And so you try to get two people, two to three people to confirm it. So then that way you can say like, look, I've heard this from two or three people. It's not going to get back on you. And now I'm going to run with this story. And so that was what a lot of the first 24 hours was like, what do you know? What is the real tea? And like, what can I post? Oh my gosh. I mean, no, that's Can I ask a question? Yeah. How did it break? Cuz that's what that's something I, I'm like, you know, I'm coming into it as it's all happening, but I don't know exactly how it broke. Yeah, do you mind giving us kind of like the elevator pitch for people who don't know 
how it all went down. So I'll go a little bit backwards because when it came out, TMZ was the one that broke the story. But then Dumois came back and said, look, I had been given this information, like, I think it was maybe a couple weeks before. Okay. But I think she was like, it was very sensitive. And so I didn't run with it. Okay. And so once TMZ broke the story, she posted the DMs mm. that she had gotten. So then, of course, you're going back in your head because you're like, who leaked this to Dumois? And so that's where I'm sort of like, we'll talk about this, but like, that's where I am. And because I'm like, was it someone in the circle? Is it someone on the screen who leaked it to Dumois? Right. And how did they get this information? And like, that's like another story. But yeah, TMZ was the one that I think that originally broadcasted to the world. Okay. Okay. Do you mind letting everyone know why? I mean, it's such a big deal. So if people who haven't been listening to Van or watching Vanderpump, Kind of like the key players and what's going on and why this is such a cultural phenomenon right now. Well, the best meme I saw about it for people who don't watch Vanderpump, you know, we have Ariana who is dating Tom Sandoval. They've been together for like eight or nine years. And she has this friend, Raquel, who also was dating this guy, James. And everybody in the crew is friends or whatever. Right. So the best meme I saw was like, imagine if Rachel on Friends had been sleeping with Chandler for seven months and Monica didn't know. Oh, interesting. That's exactly why it's so polarizing. Yeah. In my yeah heart. Can you imagine that Friends episode? <laughs> and <laughs> then it would be like, end the show. Yeah. And then yeah. if Joey, who would be the Tom Schwartz in this situation, if Joey then knew and then didn't tell Monica this whole time either, that makes it even like more scandalous. Such a good example. Gosh. And that's why it's taken over everything. I think I feel like I've seen so many people talking about like, why has this become such a big deal? And it's like, well, even if you aren't a viewer of this show, the length of time that they've been together and just like the sinister nature of everything that's been going on behind the scenes. And then I've seen a lot. What are your thoughts on um, people talking about that they think? Because I know last season Vanderpump wasn't doing well ratings wise what do you think about people who are like oh they this is all uh, a plan to up the ratings it's absolutely not and it's like <laughs> and I can only know this because like I know people who work on the show and it is absolutely not like this was as much of a surprise for them they were just like what in the actual and cameras came back up I know people want to believe that everything has a conspiracy right. theory yeah. behind it but like <clears throat> Legitimately, they don't. And I was I told this I wrote an article on Betches about this, like right before like two days before this all broke, I had gone to the crappies, which is like watch what crappies does their awards. Right. And ended up like at this after party with Ariana. And we're like at this club. We're just like partying, whatever. And we ended up having this whole conversation randomly, not for any other reason about how like when I got rid of this guy out of my life who I'd been together with for eight years, like as traumatizing as it was, it was the best thing that happened for me. My entire life flourished after that moment. And we just randomly had this conversation. Two days later, there was this Tom Tom show and I was like, oh, I kind of want to go. But it was like, rain. it was that week it was rainy. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to go to West Hollywood tonight. And right. so I didn't go. And then that was the night that broke. And it was just kind of crazy that that was like the last conversation we had. And obviously look at her. She is flourishing. Thriving. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, when people when I hear people, because listen, I, you know, I love the reality TV. I love having the conversations about producers and all of that. And I'm like something like this. I'm like, everybody, do you think people would line themselves up? People who've been in relationships for 
almost 10 years would line themselves up to go through all of this pain and turmoil and all of this to up the ratings. Like, come on. And I also, I'm in one of those situations too where I'm like, I can't reveal my sources, but I'm like, I know it's real. Yeah. Like, I have confirmation. I feel confident saying that I know that it's real. Okay. Well, also, so there's like this that. thing that people, like, people who assume everything's a conspiracy in this way, it's just like, you're assuming these people are like Academy Award winning actors. <laughs> Like, these are not actors. Like, these are not people that can pull off, like, incredible pain. And, like, at the drop of a hat, be like, like imagine if it was a conspiracy. It's like, here, when when he says this to you, I want you to start bawling immediately and, like, no. and, like vomiting, crying. And then I need you to turn it off and go. To, it's like, you're assuming these people are capable of this. Like, it's, and it's, no one is. You know what I mean? So it's just insane that, like. Yeah, like you said, not only are they like, let me burn my life down for a conspiracy, but yeah. then also be able to perfectly pull it off and then have it go across all socials and TMZ perfectly. It's like insane. And we've and, and what we've seen because everything we're pulling out the vault now. We've seen all of their old acting jobs. Right. We've seen how Tom yeah, Sandoval no, we- acts. <laughs> like, come on. And also with his ego, he would never allow this to like. He would no. never be taken down this way. He has too much ego. Oh. There's no way. There's no. no way. Okay, so when this news broke, how did it all happen? I mean, Ariana was at the show. You know, Sandoval, I guess, was performing. His phone falls out of his pocket. A friend picks it up, hands it to Ariana, mm. you know, like, hey, hold on to his phone for safety. Now, from what I understand, like, I think she had a feeling, obviously, when you think your man's up to something, you always have in the back of your head because you don't go into the phone unless something is already. No, it's almost like fate just handed me this and I have this feeling in my gut and now it's time to scroll. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why, again, I always go back to that Dumois that two weeks ago or however before it broke, because Dumois, I think from what I understand, we'll reach out to the people to say, hey, I have this story. Like, maybe do you have anything to say about it? So I'm wondering if maybe Ariana knew Dumas had this story. I don't know. Something that made her want to go into the phone. But she goes into the phone. She finds this video, which... We now have this clip that has been released online, what we're going to see in the finale. The preview for the finale tonight. Yeah. And so... She sees this video of Raquel and Tom. Oh, the FaceTime. We got the it. The FaceTime yeah, yeah, yeah. diddling. <laughs> diddling. Oh, she's diddling oh, okay. herself. It wasn't like a, like a, hey, I miss you. It was a, no. it was a no, sex FaceTime. It was a face full time. sex FaceTime. Can you imagine opening at your partner of almost 10 years? Dude, you're like, you the, the floor drops out. Yeah. Oh, my God. And so she's seen Raquel doing her thing. And apparently Sandoval is at Schwartz's house while he's like watching this. Like, I don't know if he's like sort of touching him. So I don't know. Like, yeah. but he's on the other end of this FaceTime, just like looking at her and she's just like comes out. And so he realizes she's seen this video. Apparently they like run out and then from there, like they get into the cab and then she immediately starts texting everyone, which I think I heard Lala say if she hadn't, he was going to try to manipulate her into keeping this quiet. And the of fact course. that she immediately like started sending the video, like texting, like, no, this, you know, is like, I think how she was able to break free. So thank God she thank did that. Thank God. Oh, my goodness. So then she's sending the video to everyone. And then this is when then she sends it to Sheena, correct? And yeah. Sheena 
is with Raquel in New York because Raquel and Sheena had just filmed Watch What Happens Live because there was an ep- it was Wednesday it was an episode of Vanderpump they were on Watch What Happens Live and so they are at I think a bar somewhere and so Ariana calls she's on speakerphone and she's like saying what happens Sheena goes out and she's just like what you know like what what did you do and so then that was where I've always called it a tussle. I never thought Sheena punched her or anything, which we now know did not happen. Right. I was like, there was a tussle. We yeah. know she threw her phone in the garbage and maybe pushed her a little bit, whatever. Sure. I'm sorry. Like, And I, then also because, I mean, Sheena, let's be real here, has been the one defending your ass yes, the, entire the entire time, time. And is also then great friends with Ariana. Yeah. <sighs> okay, so there's a tussle. So there's a tussle. And then, yeah, and so that now everyone knows they're in New York. I guess they fly back separately because now they're obviously not friends anymore. And then they fly back. And then that's where sort of like everything has sort of unfolded since. Like so yes. much has happened. It's like kind of hard to remember everything in every right. sequence. But we know that Raquel came back. We know that at some point, um, you know, Kristen Doty comes back into the scene. She's over at the house. Tom Sandoval's not moving out of the house because, you know, they own this house together, which is another thing because you're like, you know, they've put this house up to help Schwartz and Sandy's like fun Schwartz right. and Sandy's. Yeah. And so you all does... think this is a conspiracy. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. come on. And you have to worry because you're like, OK, what sort of equity have they taken out on this house for Schwartz and Sandy's? Because as much as we want to boycott, people want to boycott if this is affecting Ariana's you know, right. coin in any way. That's very true. We don't like. Let's like make sure that she's straight before we start like trying to right tearing <laughs> tearing, <laughs> tearing the walls off of Schwartz and Sandys. Let's make sure Ariana's protected. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. So then, uh, that's when Raquel files a restraining order against Sheena. Yeah. So when because she gets of the back, tussle. Yeah, because of the tussle, she you know goes and yeah files this restraining order. So, it, you know, we don't even know like whether Sheena can now go to the reunion, right? Because now we haven't they haven't filmed the reunion, but right. now we know this restraining order. But everyone's like pissed off because you're like, no, we want you at the reunion. We want you at the reunion. We want everybody. Yeah, all to, your asses better be everybody, at the reunion. You know, be here. And so then there was a lot of back and forth with that. And so then I think you know Raquel's lawyer tried to say like, you know, we're going to get this taken out, but it couldn't because in California, once you file that sort of thing, it does have to go to court. The person has to show up and then. So basically Raquel files this, but then doesn't show up to court that day. So then all the, you know, it goes away essentially. So they can film the reunion, but the since the court date didn't happen until afterwards, they have to film it separately. So essentially one of them has to be on stage for the first half. And then one of them has to be on stage for like the second so half. So that's the reunion we're going to be getting. So that's the reunion we're going to be getting is we're going to be seeing one of them on stage Sheena on stage for like part of it and then she goes away and then Raquel comes out and then she's on stage. Has there been conversation about Raquel filing and maybe in hopes that she wouldn't have to be at the reunion? I think that she like was trying to like get out of it. Mm -hmm. 
Um, oh, wow. I think that she had because she did have a team. The team left her. Like she she got a like a PR team. Oh. From what I understand, she wasn't following the advice of the PR team, and so the PR team let her go. Okay. I don't know what advice they were like <laughs> giving. They're like, there's some mountains you can't <laughs> climb, and this is one of them. <laughs> we're gonna let you go. But like there was a whole posting again on Dumois of like what the strategy was gonna be, and they were gonna say she was, you know, gonna file the straining order, then she was gonna come out and say that she was going to rehab, and it was like a whole sort of thing which is ended up being what happened like yes she ended up you know doing this restraining order she ended up saying that she needed to go to rehab and did all of those things um but unfortunately it was just like nobody was buying it because again all of this stuff was getting everything was getting leaked in well, like right. seeing the list from dumois of like here's the order of which of operations that you're being told to do then yeah. when you're doing them everybody's I'm like okay like yeah and also, nobody just wanted to listen to her. Because, I mean, like, let, let's be real. Raquel was such, like, a... She was such a non-factor for so many years on this show. Right. That for her to be now, like, the main character was weird, I think. It was weird for me. And then it was also hard to even just relate to her because you're like, I haven't related to you in all of these years and now all of a sudden you're you're a main part of the storyline. You hadn't built like a relationship before so that when you betray and destroy, you're not like <laughs> trying to find her side at all. You're just like, woo. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, it's interesting because, you know, one of the things, the rumblings that I had heard from numerous individuals was that, you know, Raquel was coming into this uh, season with an energy of I'm going to make a name for myself this time. Exactly. And I think that's what's so fascinating to watch because mm -hmm. it was going to be all about Raquel and Schwartz. Like, look, I was getting videos from when she was on that date with um, Garcelle's son. Yeah, You know, because that was going to be a whole thing, right? Because, you know, his wife blew up his all of his oh, DMs. Oliver. Oliver yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there was definitely going to be this whole thing about Raquel living her best hot girl summer life, <laughs> yeah, sure. going after all these men. And we were going to hate her for for other reasons, right? But like right. reasons that are palatable in reality TV world. And like, that's not, and because all of this blew up, she didn't even know how to, because she was going to be able to handle that sort of reaction. She was ready to lean into the shorts. She was ready to lean into the Oliver. Right. This was not what she was ready for because they had been hiding this for so long. And I do think that Sandoval had convinced her what the plan was going to be. And she was just going along with it. Mm -hmm. And when you're watching the episodes now, to me, it's clear he is setting this up to act like he had been trying to break up with Ariana forever, which mm -hmm. is not reality. Mm -hmm. And he's trying to convince Raquel to convince Ariana to dump him or they're having these terrible issues and talk to her about it. And you can tell that he is manipulating her mind. It's sickening to watch. Oh, yeah. No, it's so interesting because in the latest episode, um, I mean, the last 20 minutes of that latest episode was so bananas. And I was trying to think about if I was watching it without knowing any of the Sandoval Raquel cheating going on. Like if I'm just watching it as Raquel being Raquel, I was sitting there going, listen, 
Raquel triggers the fuck out of me, <laughs> regardless of oh the Oh my whole, God, I feel like I'm in high school again. I'm just like, Sandoval thing. So the way that she was interacting with Katie and all of a sudden taking ownership with Schwartz, like I could barely watch it. I was cheering Katie from the grandstands. Terry was my, my God, you know, so I'm like, I know how I would have felt about Raquel regardless, but I was also thinking, I'm sure she also would have had half of the audience who would have been like, yeah, there would have been a little bit of an energy of maybe people who aren't fans of Katie, you Absolutely. know, s- still kind of having this back and forth and then, you know, waiting for the reunion to be like, OK, who's team Raquel and who's team Katie? But then when you're watching it with this perspective, which is so fascinating, because I don't know if we've ever had such a wild perspective watching reality TV, like in real time, knowing like the future and all the behind the scenes. Um, watching the conversation with Raquel and Ariana in that episode where Raquel is clearly trying to manipulate Ariana and being like, well, you know, if I were in your shoes, I would be concerned about this relationship because of the sex and all that. But like you said, knowing that Sandoval's in the ear of Raquel the mm-hmm. entire time, feeding her all the information, you know, quote unquote information and lies about his and Ariana's relationship. Okay, everybody, quick interruption from the scandal of it all. Let's take a moment to check in with ourselves, okay? How would you rate your relationship with yourself lately? I'm talking the intimate relationship with yourself, if you know what I mean. Whether you're feeling confident and want to explore your innermost desires further, or if you could use a little boost in self-love, Dipsy's sexy audio stories are here to help, and these stories are sexy, believe me, okay? Yes, it is. Dipsy is an inclusive app full of hundreds of short, sexy audio audio stories that bring scenarios to life with immersive soundscape and realistic characters discover stories about second chance romances adventurous vacation flings and hot and heavy hookups may i suggest checking out their story plus one voiced by er fight master i have definitely listened to that one multiple Ooh. times it is hot 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 they have so many amazing ones and here's the thing new content is released every week so in between listening to your favorite stories again and again you can always find something new to explore they also have sexy stories that you can read if you prefer that and they have incredible sleep stories and wellness sessions they've got it all really let dipsy be your go-to place to spice up your me time explore your fantasies relax and unwind or heat up things with a partner for listeners to the show dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash mom dad that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dip S-E-A stories.com slash mom dad dipsy stories.com slash mom dad. Okay, so anyone like us and rising prices stressing you out? Yeah, I would imagine that's all of us. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're looking for ways to cut costs, you need rocket money. My God, I know we've said it a million times because it's true, but we love rocket money so much it is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions monitors your spending and helps you lower your bills all in one place i am embarrassed to say how many subscriptions that i had signed up for that i had completely forgotten about that were costing me money every single month the first year i started using rocket money 
they canceled those subscriptions I wasn't using and they saved me about $1,000, if not more. It was incredible. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about. Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's, it's really that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage all your finances in one place and automatically categorize your expenses. So you can easily track your budget in real time and also get alerted if anything looks off. And they do it for you. So none of those long, frustrating call wait times just attempting to cancel that one subscription. Bless them. They're amazing. Listen, I love the app that turned my voice into animal sounds, but I don't need to be paying for it monthly. Okay, the one time was enough. It was enough. Uh, Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash momdad. That's rocketmoney.com slash momdad rocketmoney.com slash mom dad I find it also interesting how she kept saying throughout the whole season like I've decided that I am not like I'm not gonna be too concerned with what anyone thinks of me anymore like that's my new journey you know and it's like I love when people use like yeah I'm in therapy now and the one thing that I learned is I need more me time and I'm kind (laughs) of going I don't think that's how it works And and you have plenty of me time. And I don't think that I think you should actually start helping other people. I think that's but then there's like this thing of like, yeah, maybe she like had a conversation with someone and she's like, I am going to stand up for myself and I am going to take care of me for once. And I'm like, does so taking care of you means ruining everyone else's (laughs) life? Like, why do why can't you just like go to the beach or something? (laughs) Why can't you like go to a farmer's market? Like, I, it's such a strange thing when people like justify horrific behavior. It's just like, it's time for me to stand up for me. And I'm going like, (laughs) or like even how she'll do something bad and then walk into the group directly at the person and be like, hi, we need to talk. And I'm like, you're not even invited here. Why are you here? Like she had a lot of those moments that were like, like even just showing up to the birthday and sitting down next to Katie and being like, hi, we need (laughs) to talk about the fact that you're being a little too mean to him. And I'm like, why are you here first off? Second of all, no one asked to talk. Third of all, no one's interested in how you feel. Everyone's very clear on like it's like have you seen Katie's face? Yeah, yeah like she's giving you all the, the the generous signs of please step away. When you start fighting with someone's mom, that's when you know it's over. Like when you're like, no, mom, her ex deserves a little bit more of a leash. You know, you're like, why are, you're fighting with a mom at this point? Like, get lost. <laughs> That was my favorite part. When Katie looked right at her, you could tell she just kind of snapped out. And she was like, what the fuck are you even doing over here? Like, I know that maybe producers told you to sit the fuck down, but we need to actually get the fuck out. <laughs> like, you're going to come for Terry? Yeah. Terry. Like, Shut up, Terry. I'm busy with your daughter. I'll get to you later. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're old. You think you're stronger than me? It's just got like out of hand. And then like Tom's like, hey, guys. Raquel's actually pretty great. I mean, let's be real. And that's the thing that's crazy is because like she's, you can see that she's being directed by producers to do things, but you can also see she's being fueled by Sandoval and this energy that that's what's coming off. But you don't realize why until you know why. A thousand percent. And that's what's so interesting. So in all of her ITMs where she's like, I've turned over a new leaf. I'm going to be me. This is like my time and my season. And, you know, I'm going to be confident in myself. And then when you see those moments with Sandoval, like at her, um, her glamping birthday, where he's like, yeah, Raquel, you're everything. You show him. And you're like, oh, these two are behind the scenes 24-7. And he's 
talk you can just feel him and hear him telling her like don't worry about it you're just being you and you're like this is what's best for you don't worry don't worry and like kind of amping that up and and instead of taking something and be like no this is wrong he's making it like no this is what you deserve it's us against the world like and that's why i'm a bonnie and clyde thing yeah Yeah. and that's why like i'm just convinced that like Clearly, people in this group know because I don't know if you've. I have been around people where I've known that people in the group were fucking. Oh, yep. And you know the energy, and you're just watching it, and you're like looking at the girlfriend, and you're like, "Do you not see?" Because I see everything that's happening in front, and so that is why I'm just like, "Who in this crew knew?" And like exactly when? I mean, we know Schwartz knew, but like that's because he was told. But like at <laughs> some Schwartz point, Schwartz is the one who leaked it to Dumas. He's like, it's too much for me. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I can't. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> women's intuition is strong Lala has been cheated on she can sense it like you know yeah. and so and James was a cheater that's why I just feel like the two of them I just feel like they knew ahead of time oh for I felt sure. like they sensed it oh no Lala from a mile away yeah she was like this is not now and then with Ariana watching Ariana then was breaking my heart because you just see her being like no like I I I've gone through all this with with uh, Sandoval and I'm, I'm going to see the best in Raquel. And as much as I might have these feelings in the back of my head, like I'm going to be a good friend and a good partner. And then to see that betrayal is just disgusting, which is why I'm like, so I can't wait for the finale tonight because, you know, her having to like confront Kristen. Right. And then even her having to confront her business partner, Kate, partner and Katie, because she stood up to Katie to protect Raquel multiple times throughout this season. And Katie just kept being like, oh, like, you know, fine. Like if you, I just don't think that someone who is this bad can be good to you and bad to me. I'm just not buying it. And now it's like, she has to realize like, fuck, like I have been blinded to this for whatever reason. And yeah, it's. I didn't even think about the Kristen confrontation. Mm -hmm. So what are your thoughts on how that might go down? Look, I think Kristen has so moved on from just Vanderpump Rules world in general. She just wants everyone. She just wants her like told you so moment to be like, I told you guys that he was a fucking piece of shit. She used to date Sandoval. Oh, yeah. Kristen dated Sandoval. Okay, got it. Sorry. Yeah, that was and that was sort of like what the controversy because, yeah, Kristen and Sandoval were dating. And when Kristen suspected that he was cheating on her with Ariana. And so she constantly confronted Sandoval about their cheating. Finally, he admitted they kissed in Vegas. At the Golden Nugget. At the Golden Nugget. (laughs) Oh, wow. And so that became a thing. And then, but then also Kristen, you know, fucked her best friend's boyfriend, Jack. So like, (laughs) while Sandoval was sleeping in the next room. So it was like, they were all cheating on each other. (laughs) But, you know, people tried to throw that in, you know, Ariana's face. Like, well, you cheated with Sandoval, you know, when when he got with him, when he cheated on Kristen. And it's kind of like... You know, I think she's moved on, though, from that world. She's even said, like, we should have been broken up, you know, years before we actually did. You know, we were in a childish relationship. And I think that's another part, too, that's hard because Raquel is in her 20s and that's not an excuse. But she is like in a different age range from the people who have moved on and had their whole cheating ways. But she's still in her cheating ways. But she's not realizing, like, this group has moved on from that. And you can't be like... (laughs) Like, we're borderline 40s right now. Yeah, like, we have life partners. We have houses and businesses together. Like, this isn't, like, college, you know. And so uh, that's where she messed up. Well, there was many things she messed up. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm interested to see. I'm, I'm curious, like, how that whole thing plays out. And obviously... 
you know, Sheena and Katie have had issues this whole season because look, right. this was really Katie's time to sort of stand out because I, I think this a lot of been Katie's season. Yeah, I think a lot of Katie's people season. I've said it. Look, I haven't been a fan of Katie. And this season I was like team Katie for the first time. And I think a lot of people who weren't fans of Katie came around, but then yeah. this sort of overtook it. But we can't forget like, she was right in this whole thing. Like Raquel was doing wrong this entire time. And yeah, there were moments where Raquel could have shined. They were being mean girls to her Mm -hmm. on the girls trip. Mm -hmm. And if none of this had happened, we would have had Raquel's side. There would have been a great conflict there, but this just like kind of took everything. (laughs) Yeah. It was so interesting because my best friend who was the one who encouraged me to watch Vanderpump, which bless you. Um, she had told me that she wasn't a huge Katie fan. And so it was interesting for me because this was where I started was the first episode of this season. And I remember watching half of it and looking at her and being like, what? I'm like, I'm obs- I love Katie. We both were like obsessed with Katie. And my friend was now telling me like, it's so interesting now in retrospect watching it where you had someone like Katie who probably because of dealing with Schwartz, who never has to have any accountability and other like players in this whole thing where nobody would listen to her or believe her. And then she got this certain edit or a picture or narrative told of her because of that. And now all of a sudden we have this season where we're like, oh, my God, this is Katie. Like you said, she was right the whole time. And now she's having her moment. It's so interesting coming in at it now. You know, and now going back and 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 hearing all of that. For sure. I mean, Schwartz dumped a beer on Katie's head in Mexico. And we were like, oh, yeah, Katie, she was in the wrong. Like, we literally in that moment were on Team Schwartz. This is how damaged we were and how <laughs> like, anti-Katie we were at the time. Yeah. Wow. Unbelievable. Or like, you know, there's a charm element too. like Schwartz. It's like he's one of those guys I was, I was telling here. It's like. He's everything's so just like, dude. Oh, man, what's, I don't even know. You know, I'm sorry that I stole all your money. I just, <laughs> I just ended up on my wallet, man. Like, so if, like, if someone's kind of that way, you're kind of like lulled into like, oh yeah, you're nice, right? Or like, and it's like if, if you present certain facts in a way that's just like, oops, I slipped <laughs> yeah. on your, you know, I crashed your car and mean to you know, like there's kind of this just like you can get lulled in, especially if you watch a show for a long time yeah. and you see like arcs. So it's like mind blowing for me to watch how some of these people like operate in the most immoral ways. (laughs) Right. And just treat people with absolute, just, I mean, I've, I just, I'm stressed watching this show because I'm like, watching, I'm like, how are you not losing your mind? (laughs) When when Schwartz and Katie were at the dinner in Mexico, I was just hearing Evan shouting from the other room at Schwartz. Yeah, because it's like, he's, like, he's just he's insulting, insulting her, her and but then, he like, says it in a this way. This lobster is great, right? And it's just like, like, no, 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 don't go, don't go. <laughs> anyway, and it cuts, and the food eats it, and he's like, dude, I mean, you're like the worst person I've ever met, but like, come on, like, come hang out with me. And it's just like, why are you doing this? And she doesn't have the poker face, you know what I mean? So she's just like, what is happening? But I, it's just so bizarre to me, like how they've gotten i mean it's almost just like a culture at this point they've gotten used to just like horrible behavior mm-hmm. amongst each other mm-hmm. to where they're like extreme betrayals and then like even when uh, lala and raquel outside of lala's birthday when like she came in and she's like you gave me the best birthday present ever by being a mistress <laughs> and then five seconds later she goes don't let anyone call you a mistress <laughs> 
And I was just like, am I in, like, am I missing something? What is happening? Like, it's insane. And that's why, like, I was like, the the unhingedness is what makes the show so great. And why I was getting a little bit worried about the fandom and how, like, vicious they were being towards Raquel. Because I was like, you guys need to hold on. We still need her to be in season 11. We need Samuel to be there. Like, this is what's going to make it interesting. And yeah, the regular cast probably will not film with her. But I tell you, there will be plenty of people. We've seen now Billy Lee. I mean, people will come out of the woodwork who will film with Raquel, (laughs) who will film with Sandoval. I mean, look, we're seeing videos of Sandoval doing his worldwide tour, you know, U.S. tour. And there are women who are letting him grind up on (laughs) him, touch all up. I'm like, wow, (laughs) there are people out there who don't care. So this, like, we still need them. And remember, like, when Kristen slept with her best friend's man, when her man was next door, she didn't have friends, but she was still on that next season. She was dating James the oh next God. season. I don't think friendship has any. It's very confusing to me because there are no qualifiers for friendship in this show. No, no, because they will move on or destroy like in, in the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. Like even during uh, Katie's with the birthday or yeah, the birthday trip. Where was the birthday Her, trip? Like divo- the divorce, the divorce trip. Yeah. Like it was like. Who's a friend? Chris. Who was the friend that that came with Raquel? Oh, Christina Kelly. Yeah. Like they, like that was Katie's oh, friend. Oh wait, sorry, Charlie's friend. Charlie, Charlie. Charlie. And I'm like, wait, yeah. You came to celebrate Katie and gave <laughs> middle finger birds, <laughs> leaving Katie's and Katie didn't. Like what? Like I thought she was your friend. Like you know, I, I'm like forgetting people are friends because of just the betrayal that happens immediately. So it's like there is no I, <laughs> just I go to a party like <laughs> like Raquel did the ultimate horrific betrayal the worst we've ever seen but there is no precedent to say that they can't just be all hanging out in a week exactly it's, it's so insane yeah no seriously like yeah. who knows then what season eleven if she hangs around what that might look like yeah you never know I mean look you know she's at rehab we haven't heard from her even though when bravo tv did their live they did see her account pop into there so who knows who's been running that account but (laughs) when she makes her appearance again you know we'll see like look if she showed up at the watch party there's going to be a watch party for the reunion finale in la at the at sir like if she showed up i'm sorry it would be amazing like she she, they're gonna make first of all they're gonna make so much money season 11 right oh and so like she just needs to show up like I feel like Sandoval is leaning into his dirt bagness. Like when I'm watching these, you know, videos of him like out on the road playing bongos and stuff. It feels like he's leaning into his dirt bagness. Well, I saw I keep talking about this, but I can't get over the clip of him singing the Stacy's mom where he replaces it with Schwartz and then is like, uh, Raquel, can't you see that you're not the girl for me? And I'm like, what is he doing right now? But like I've heard is it is it that she's not the girl for me or, or did he change it? But like that's what I or she I is the girl. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Either way, I hate it. <laughs> It's terrible. Like, be horrible people and cheat, but do not do whatever you're doing on stage. That's my big thing. That's the ultimate crime. Sure, horrific betrayal of relationships, destroying marriages, ruining lives. That's one thing. But wearing vests and, like, weird outfits with, like, laser beams and playing bongos, we're out. That's where you went too far for me. You pushed me over the edge. (laughs) You crossed the line, Sandoval. <laughs> you crossed the line yeah. with like covers all night. Oh my gosh, no, those shows are insane. Yeah. What is um, happening? Okay, so, all right, going back, 
here's a big question. What is the timeline? Because I feel like I, I've i gotten a little lost on that one. Like, what do we know timeline-wise of, like, when we were filming, when the affair started, how did it start, all of this? So they went to that girls' trip in, in Nevada or whatever right. in July. Okay. And that was around the time that Ariana's dog, Charlotte, passed away. Yeah. Charlie gave the birds they left. They went back to boys' night. Insane. Yeah, they went back to boys' night. By the way, we're going to his birthday. Have a good night. Like, what? And that is when the physical... Now, I think people talk about emotional affair. Obviously, there's a whole emotional thing that happens when you leave. Of course. But the physical started after boys' night. And from my understanding, it was like they had gone out... Sandoval and Raquel, they had come back to the house. The door was locked because Ariane didn't go because obviously, um, you know, she sat. Yeah, yeah she's yeah. grieving. The door is locked. They then fuck in Raquel's car. Okay. Which I was like, I know she drives a Jetta and I drive a Jetta. And I was like, I wasn't prepared because I'm like, I know how awful it's going to get. Like, there's going to be so much Jetta hate on the, on, in the, in the universe the now. Volkswagen sales you know, I'm going like, down. I'm like, I have to sell my car just to like avoid. But anyways, because they're going to be real. Anyway, so then they. You're like, I didn't get it because of Raquel. I've had this for so long. But then, oh, but then there was, oh, but then the night, oh, sorry. The night that they had the jacuzzi hookup, he said that they kissed. He admitted that they did sleep together that night, which I think everyone assumed. Okay. And she wasn't she wasn't home that night. Um, but that was when they But start, she was home the she night was, that the house was locked. The house was locked and then they screwed and then in the, the car jetting. and then he and then he had to come back and like be let in by her. Oh and then so like that was happening. And then from what I understand, they were fucking in Mexico during Sheena's wedding. That was in August. They were. They were. Wow. Okay. She like turned her location off of on her phone, so nobody knew where she was. Um, but I understand that they were sleeping together during the wedding, which is why it makes that episode crazy. When he, when Sandoval confronts Ariana, he's like, "You know, we don't get intimate. We didn't even take pictures together at the wedding." And it's like, dude, you are literally. Yeah, you were busy having sex with Raquel. <laughs> Like, oh but I could have done it after God, that. What a demon. <laughs> and so that was happening July, August. And so then we see the clip where Schwartz says, what does he say? He goes, yeah, I, I, you told me around. I think he said it was August. He goes, you told me around August. And then Sandoval's like, what? And so we don't know, like, what timeline he was supposed to be mm. telling yeah, happened. What his script was. And I think, you know, Schwartz is going along with, like, I thought it was just, like, a one-time hookup. I didn't realize it was an ongoing thing. I don't believe that no. for a second. No I think, way. you know, they were trying to protect each other. But, like, July, August, and then it was just going on. So then we... We hear that they go to Christmas at in St. Louis, where Sandoval's family is, and we get pictures of Raquel and Sandoval together in St. Louis during Christmas time. Ariana is not there, um, and then what the show is in? What was it? Was the show in February? Was that when the show in February at Tom Tom was happening? I think I so. feel like the show was in February when the so Raquel went to Christmas with. Sandoval and about and and supposedly Sandoval's mom did not want to meet Raquel and 
was like, so she was just in town, but then she was forced to meet Raquel supposedly when they went uh, back to St. Louis and there was like a her a tornado warning and they needed shelter. And so she was forced, I think they were forced to come oh, to wow. the parents' house. And I think that was what was reported on. Like she was kind of forced to. Um, but I don't think that Sandoval's mom was happy about this relationship, but he was just like, it was happening. And she was going to obviously, pre- well, what was your mom going to do? If your son tells oh, you. Yeah. Mom is sus as fuck in this situation. Like she's smelling it out. Yeah. You're like, are you joking? I yeah. mean, I grant from, from Ariana's side, like, let's just say like, I am my best girlfriend, Katie. If you, if I were to be gone and, uh, Evan and Katie were to go somewhere, like I wouldn't, I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like mm-hmm. they, we're all best friends, you right. know, but mama bear is going to sniff out if her son. Yeah. yeah and she's not going to tell Ariana because it's still her son. Like, she's like, this is your responsibility. You're a man. Like sure. if you are sleeping with someone else, that's your responsibility. And, you know, I think that, Sandoval was hoping that he would get through this season and he would they would break up for whatever reason. There would be this moment of like lull and then him and Raquel would be like, well, discover each other. Yeah, like we both were <laughs> leaning on each other. We had gone so- through these really traumatic breakups and we found each other and it just happened. I think they had that all worked on their head, but like, mm-mm, no. no. Wow. OK, so then um, question with this timeline, Schwartz and the Raquel makeouts and everything, mm-hmm. has there been any like official news that's come out that this was all part of the master plan to diminish what the appearance of a Sandoval Raquel relationship? They're still denying that, but they really can't because at this point we know that you kissed her after you knew that they had slept together. Why would you, it doesn't make sense? No. Like you can say that all you want that there was no cover up, but like you knew they were sleeping together. Now I have heard the theory though that like if Schwartz was under the impression that like oh we just hooked up one time and he was still flirting with Raquel because we look we know guys they'll still yeah they're still sleep like, with <laughs> the girl even if his friend <laughs> is banging her they'll still be like uh and <laughs> because hot. Sandoval was like getting jealous he sort of like told. Schwartz like this is like yeah slow it down and then that's why sort of like it stopped so I could go with either theory honestly but at the end of the day both of them were being even if you're trying to hook up with the guy that your guy's friend you know is heck hooking up with that he's cheating all of it's shady yeah all of of you are shady yeah both of you I when I was watching it the whole time I was kind of like okay like the way that Schwartz is playing this off as like yeah we kissed you know uh but nothing came of it and then we became friends and like he keeps bringing up like I think there might be someone that she's interested in and whatever. I was sitting there watching going like, oh, this is all like him and him and Sandoval have been talking and they're making they're crafting a narrative to do exactly what you said at the end, which is Ariana. Tom breaks up with Ariana and then comes out in his shining glory with him and Raquel. Like it was under my nose the whole time. And like, you know, because Schwartz is a terrible liar. You can tell on the screen <laughs> when he's so lying. Bad. And so that whole conversation, he's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he literally just like, it seems like there might be someone else she's into. And you're like, oh, my someone God. Someone close by. <laughs> yeah, it literally looked like I mean, it's as much as when Ken came out and he was just like, I can't believe <laughs> yeah. that Tom Sandoval had Raquel in the jacuzzi when Ariana was in out of town. Bye-bye. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, they gave him a cue card. He came out. He's like, oh, yeah, uh, I cannot believe. The guy says like five words. 
But people look at that as like conspiracy. I'm like, no, they knew that happened and it had to get into the script. Yeah. That wasn't like because they made it up. It's because it truly happened. And they were like, we need him to say this in front of Katie so that it gets back to the crew. So like, like Lisa's like, oh, Ken, Ken, Ken loves to drop. Yeah. Yeah. Ken. <laughs> Ken, get over here. <laughs> he just leaves. Goodbye. It's just a good sound. <laughs> There's Ken. Insane. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So LVP in this whole thing. Mm-hmm. What do you know about uh, Lisa? Like all of her thoughts with what's going on. She hasn't really said anything. I mean, like, I think that at the end of the day, I was just kind of like, she's probably like, and this is why I left <laughs> Beverly Hills. <laughs> because like, my show is killing it. And yeah. I think she's just like kind of happy. This is like everything's thriving for her. She's going to get like be able to open more, you know, restaurants in Vegas and people are going to love it because, look, people love to go to Vanderpump properties like, you know, I think that she she hates that this is like on someone's heartache, but she also knows it's business. And she also knows Ariana is going to be just fine. Like everything's going to be fine. Now, she's still in business with these two guys. I mean, because like they. You know, they're in business with Tom Tom. So that's what's really weird. Right. That's an interesting piece because I'm sure the fans are like, LVP, what do you do? And like, like sever the ties. But I, I, yeah. I understand then too, like you brought up too, like, what will that do to Ariana? Exactly. It's like, you know, and it seems like Tom Tom, because I was like, I was like, I'm not going to go to Shorts and Sandy. <laughs> but I was like, also like, but Tom Tom, people still seem to be going to Tom Tom. So I was like, okay. So I actually went the other night and it was, it was on fire. I mean, the bartenders were hot. Every It was, it was packed. Great. It was like, people were having a great time and people who were friends with Ariana were still there. So I was kind of like, okay, it seems like Tom Tom is neutral ground. Okay. And it's weird that it's, there are two names on the door, but I, you know, I guess it is. But what they it don't is. even like, it's just like. Basically, they got a 5% cut for like branding, right? I mean, yeah. clearly that that property seems like that's a Vanderpump property through and through. Yeah. And then they paid them a couple percent to put their name on the door. But totally. reality is, is like we run this place. It's totally you know? Vanderpump. I mean, Schwartz has been there every time I've gone, which is interesting. <laughs> really? Was he there <laughs> this last time? There. He was there that night. Taking People were taking pictures with him over really? by the bar. And LVP and Ken showed up like later that night. It was crazy. I mean, it was like... But yeah, he was there. And then I think he was there like another time I went. So yeah, I mean, he still shows up there. (laughs) He he loves a photograph. (laughs) And um, I think that even recently there was a picture of him. I think they were at Pump. But like Schwartz seems to be going to the properties. I think he is trying to because he knows Sandoval A can't, I think, or won't or I don't know. But I think he's still trying to like. Well, personally, I think this is a massive win for Schwartz because he was getting all the heat until they blew this. So he's like, oh God, you know what I mean? It's almost like if you commit a crime and then you realize that you're, that you're like, criminal partner did a way worse crime so you're like i know isn't that crazy how horrible that was you guys are looking at me for the thing but that guy did the really bad one so anyway we're good right well let's all hang out i'm gonna take some pictures with you isn't that crazy no that guy's nuts like there is this level of like he had all the heat on him with his drama with raquel Mm -hmm. and katie and betrayal and the way he was like gaslighting and all that stuff and then he comes over the top with the way worse and he's just kind of like Oh, I, I could imagine he's just like now the question oh. though is is because but then he's being you know what's being questioned is how much he covered sure, up but and how he's much like, he we, knew we'll never know you know what I mean? he's doing <laughs> he's, the like hey I don't know oops you know like he's just like silly me you know what I mean like it's insane to me oh one thing I did want to say about LVP 
that's so genius about her, like such a godfather level, is that I know something I've noticed that is that her emotion never matches her face and emotion never match what she says. So she's always like, Raquel, darling, you can't be destroying everyone's lives and being the worst person ever. You must get some rest, darling. This is all a bit too much. Anyway, uh, you were late today and make sure that you're on time tomorrow. Like, it's always just like she's saying like supportive things and she's but she's always moving perfectly. She's never like, get out of my sight. You're dead to me. You know, even with the Toms, I could see her sitting down after all the drama and being like, gentlemen, what a, what, what a commotion you have stirred. I don't think you've been very respectful, have you? You know what I mean? Everything's kind of question. It's, it's, yeah. like, it's very like top level. So like you, you've said everything you needed to say to escape any sort of criticism, but you've never made anyone pay for anything. So it's always just like, I told him he shouldn't have done that. It's like, Oh, that's technically what you should say so that you, no one can say, why don't you have my back? But she's always just kind of floating and perfectly playing how to like, like it's fascinating to me how good she is. She's a master at it. She really is. She's really good at seeing that. And like I had gone to like when, when season 10 premiered, they had a party at Sir and she did this whole speech and she was just like, you know, it was 10 years ago that we sat right over there in that corner on crates and in case came up with the concept for this show and now look at us 10 years later and you think like she was 10 years ago she was sitting there looking at these kids they were like she's like these are fucking psychos we should get them <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. the woman knows like, how to help exactly. casting i mean my goodness <laughs> it's incredible like like truly she has a gift Insane. she has a gift <laughs> Okay, family, one more quick pause. I got to tell you, support for today's episode comes from Honey Love. Listen, we had an event the other day, and I personally like wearing shapewear when I'm wearing a little dress. And the whole time, I was just thinking how grateful I was to be wearing my Honey Love shapewear, because in the past, the shapewear that I wore was wildly uncomfortable. And do not get me started on attempting to take it off and the whole bathroom nightmare situation, okay? Well, with Honey Love, that is a thing of the past with their revolutionized technology. Their super power short is my go-to. I am obsessed because I like coverage, especially because like I said, I like wearing the short dress specifically to avoid those underwear lines. They give you so much support. It's designed to work with your body, not against it. And you don't have to worry about it rolling down, which is if you've ever worn shapewear before, it's unheard of in shapewear. Uh, But thanks to Honey Love's flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams, it's not going to be rolling down. It's also got those boost bands that make my butt pop. I love it. And in regards to the bathroom situation, Honey Loves Shapewear has a 100% cotton gusset so you can skip the extra undies. Plus, it has a convenient opening in the panty area for super easy bathroom access. Boom. It's perfect. I love it. And by the way, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They also have incredibly comfortable bras, tanks, and leggings for everyday support. Evan, in fact, the leggings that you always say that you love on mm-hmm. me, those are Honey Love. Oh, let's go. We love Honey Love. <laughs> Treat yourself to the best shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com with code MOMDAD. Use code MOMDAD at honeylove.com. Again, you can save 20% off at honeylove.com with code MOMDAD. Use code MOMDAD at honeylove.com. Um, but no, that's the thing with with uh, Schwartz, though. Going back to Schwartz is I'm just I'm interested 
What do you think this is how the reunion's going to play out for Schwartz? Well, we've seen the lineup. We know we've got like the one lineup where it's Sandoval, Schwartz, and then at times it's Sheena and times it's Raquel, I believe. And and they're just there. And then the entire rest of the cast going off. We've seen obviously James and Lala going in. It looks like they're just going to get eaten up. Like they're just going to get eaten up and they're going to take it. And I don't think they're going to have much defense the whole time other than Schwartz trying to say like, you know, I only knew what I knew, but I didn't know that much. And Sandoval just trying to make excuses for like, you know, this she, this isn't what it mean, you know, appears like I've been trying to break up, but they're making excuses. And, and I don't think it's going to. It's going to look terrible. It's going to be But it's going to be amazing. Right, right. Do you think Schwartz is going to distance himself from Sandoval? He can't. He can't. He's yeah. got the business, yeah, right? Yeah, he can't. Well, and like, to if play, the business collapses, so I'm a little bit like, I don't know, you know. But I just still doesn't... think like he just is like, he feels, I think he feels bad for Sandoval. Even though he knows all of this stuff is bad, he feels really bad for his friend. Like, yeah. you know, because at the end of the day, like, if my friend did something like super horrible that like put them in jail because they like, you know, stole from old people, like I probably would be like, oh, you're a terrible person. But like if they cheated on someone, I'd be like, oh, you know, like you're really stupid, but you're still my friend. Like they've known each other since like what? They became Craigslist roommates when he moved from Florida. <laughs> That's how they met. Yeah, I think it was like Craigslist. Um, nothing could be more this show <laughs> and them. They should just call the show Craigslist. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they're always going to be friends right. and I just think that they just have when you live that dirtbag life when you just know so much dirt on each other you just end up always being friends right yeah no, you guys both have enough dirt on each other yeah, yeah who knows what, what dirt Sandoval has on Schwartz oh at my this God. point I'm sure it's endless well I'm yeah. sure Miami girl's going to come up right there was that Miami girl right. because that's another cheating scandal that happened when he started dating Ariana like and she completely was just like he didn't do it he didn't do it and it's like uh, he probably did all of these things yeah. of course he did all of these things right right I saw, I think it was on Sophia with an F's podcast, I believe. I saw Lala saying something like, you know, after she has like an ITM or a moment where she's like going off, she'll always check in with her producers and be like, was that too much? You know, and I I, I believe she said something like they typically are like, no, it was great. You know, they want the drama. Yeah. But she said after the reunion, she asked her producers with the way that she you know approached the situation she asked was that too much and she said they were a little bit like it was a lot oh, so yeah. I'm oh, so God, excited oh, I'm so excited she's like when they were telling me that it's a lot I was like all right well it's gonna be a lot I can't wait and it's never ending because we now have the trailer that dropped for love loathing and Vanderpump all about the Randall scandal and yes. her man. And so, so it's all just of like, La La yeah, right, right, right. so like this Vander, I mean, we're literally going to live in Vanderpump for like at least the set next six months. I'm sorry. It's coming. Well, and I saw that Bravo changed their Instagram handle, the, um, the tagline. Oh, what is it? It say? said something like the network that brought you Vanderpump. Oh my rules. God. <laughs> like they're leaning oh, in. Wow. Like they are leaning wow. in, leaning in, but I'm so, I don't know. I'm just so interested what the reunion, I mean, with this finale episode, do we have any, because it's going to be interesting timeline wise when they film that and then film the reunion with things that have happened up to 
or and, like past that point. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, I always feel like they film the reunion way too soon because I'm like, I understand that there's production and all that, but like, do you really have to film it so early? Like, it seems silly, but. And that's why I think the finale, the, the reunion's still going to be great, but the finale is just going to be, we're going to get a lot of those questions that have just been like rumors on the internet for so long, like finally answered, I think, which is why people are just so like, because they just want to know these things. And then I'm actually excited because tomorrow I'm going to the Vanderpump Dog Gala. <gasps> And I'm just excited to see who is showing up from the show because, like, I need once I see this finale, then I'm going to have my own questions that I might <laughs> yeah. answer on the spot. Yeah, the little mic, just <laughs> yeah, the TikTok me. mic. Oh my god, no! I wonder with the reunions if they're filming them right away to get the emotionally charged energy, so that people honestly don't like have time to oh. heal. And have like off camera, com- you know what Seriously, I'm saying? Seriously, like the more camera? the wound is open, the more you're going to have like the most insane reactions. This is so true. I bet that I bet they've experimented over the years with different things, and it's got to be like yeah, the quicker you get to them finding out about the news, the more visceral of a reaction you're going to have. And because because I think for me at least, like when I when I see the reunions of any show, <clears throat> there's the one element you're talking about, which is like education, which is like I want to know more about the timelines and the things we didn't know. I'm a little bit more like animalistic where I'm like, I just want to see what that person says to that person, which is what we're all feeling. Like, are they going to say the things everyone's thinking and feeling to their face? And the thing I love most about this show is that with Bachelor, other friends, everyone's kind of got this like, well, I don't I, I want to walk away from this thing like good. Yeah. You know where this is like, no, I'm going all in at you and I don't no one's even here. I'm just going to berate <laughs> you and say everything I've ever thought and that's what is going to be just so epic is gratifying to be like get it off your chest. Yeah, you know? and it sounds like I mean James jumped in. We did a, ended up, ended up doing a live with Bravo and James yes, jumped I in. Yes, I saw that. And he said he got everything off of his chest. So well, he never doesn't. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the great thing, that's the thing I love about James. James will be at dinner with you just like having a wine and he will say everything you can, you can't even imagine the things he's saying. He'll just say them right to their face. Like even when when Tom came that that next day, or no, yeah, when I sat down next to him and Allie, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah him and Allie at the the pool, and he's like, "Hey, buddy," he's like, "Don't fucking touch my leg," <laughs> and I'm just like, it didn't even fake. Like let's let's make this kind of cool. He just like berated no, I him. I loved it. I but loved then like it. you said, the next day they were like, "Oh man," it was like I hate that we were like that. Can we just be friends again? <laughs> You're like if one of my friends did any of these things to me, I'm like, I guess we're never talking again, <laughs> or like for another six months at least. Yeah, we're like, it's to another let this day. Heal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I, I was wondering if, yeah, maybe it's because the tensions are high and the emotions are raw. Because I know sense. with like Love Is Blind, they wait a year to film the reunion, oh God, and the reunion then feels like, I mean. To be quite frank, it's quite mature. You're like, everyone is kind of like, you know what? It's all right. Let bygones be bygones. And you're like, I I don't, you know, I'm not getting any of the drama that we're hoping for. I didn't realize it was that long of a lap. So, yeah, Yeah. that makes perfect sense. Yeah, Yeah, because then I guess it would have been numerous months for them to film it. And, you know, then friendships maybe would have been healed and whatever. I mean, not the friendships with the Raquel. You got to get them before they go to therapy. Before they have time to figure it out, you got to catch them right before there. Well, and that's why I feel like season 11 needs to start immediately. And based on, I don't know if you saw this post by, uh, like, James is now doing his See You Next Tuesday 
um, the the week after the finale reunion or the reunion finale with Jax. No it way. Just, it's giving like there's going to be a camera there. So, of course, I booked a table. So yes. you, feel free oh to join God, me. Like, if you yes. want to join me, it's a table for yes. sex. Wait, so do you yeah. think that Jax is coming back? I don't, I mean, he's, well, he's going around telling people he is. <laughs> but we all know Jax is a liar and a thief. So. <laughs> I don't know if you've watched the Hawaii episode. I don't oh know if you've watched any of the I, early I'm episodes. Like, yes, so. <laughs> I've started the early ones, and Jax is such a character. He loves to just say things uh, yeah. that aren't true, so we don't know what's real. What are, do, you, do you think, maybe? He's just manifesting, you guys. Chill, okay? He's manifesting. <laughs> he's, he's manifesting. He's just putting I mean, it out there. We know he's on other reality shows. Again, I don't think it would be smart of them to bring back people in a full-time capacity like the Christens. Having them show up for the people who want to see him, it's sure, yeah, I get it. Like, sure. But we don't need them in the whole storyline. Okay. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. I Cause I like, it. look, Jax is great for TV, but the Jax that's great for TV. Isn't the Jax that's now like, uh. I don't know if I necessarily need to see daddy Jax living his life. Jax ripping his cream, you know, sweater off in the parking lot <laughs> right. in Vegas to fight, or Jax stealing, you know, sunglass huts, you know, right. you're like, getting you're arrested like, in Hawaii. You're like, let Jax have his cameo every <laughs> once in a while. Like, yes, a see you next Tuesday cameo, or like, okay, whatever, whatever wild thing he's going to say that night. Yeah. Um, so within the season 11 starting, the dynamic between Sandoval and Raquel, Rachel. Which was that that just ended up getting leaked via a, a high school yearbook that her yeah. actual legal name is Rachel. Yeah. Not Raquel, which just adds to the lore. It's just such an addition to the lore. It just kills me. It's Rachel. Um, Tarjay. <laughs> exactly. But um, do we know where they stand right now? We have no idea. Okay. But we do know that. On the reunion, it's going to be asked if they're in love. We don't have an answer from the clip we've seen, but they are going to be asked that question. Right. And obviously, we are all waiting to hear what the answer is from both of them. I mean, look, I think that she really was in love with him because yeah. she's, I think she's very like, mold, her brain is, did you ever hear that story about her and like the <clears throat> mushrooms? No. It was like this TikTok where this girl was like, I went and she was my server. And, you know, like she and the girl was like, you know, I don't like mushrooms, but if they're like chopped up finely inside of something, I can eat them. So they had this mushroom ravioli. And I asked Raquel, is the mushroom like chopped up finely inside of the ravioli or is it like sliced mushrooms in the dish? And she just sort of stared at me for a while and then like left. And so then she came back and she came back and she goes, the pasta dish is served hot. Oh, and so God. I just think that. So, yeah, I do think that Raquel was probably in love with him. <laughs> he was just in love with having somebody who was so enamored with him because he yeah. needs so much attention. And the fact that he was just not getting the attention that he felt he deserved in his relationship. Oh, he just had this woman fawning all over him, willing yeah. to do whatever. So... Uh, I don't know where it stands, but they might as well give it a shot at this point because you've blown up everyone's life, including your own. So that's just give exactly it a what shot. I was thinking. I was like, get married yeah. and have kids because yeah. that's the only way to kind of like skirt out of this thing with a little bit of grace. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? I feel like I've seen mo- most all of the cast be like, you guys better be together mm-hmm. if you're going to do this and explode your entire lives. Like, but what's interesting is if they do on the reunion say, yes, we're in love, we still have these past 
months that it's like are they are they together though or has it exploded and fallen apart <laughs> that's why it's like at this point i think people would want them to just be wearing google glass like we just need to be following you every minute we don't need editing no, we just seriously. need to know like are you going to her house are you guys making out are you still fucking like what's happening right do you think okay so let's just say at the reunion they say we're in love we're we're, we're going for this do you think they're going to be then posting on social media uh, following up, like let's just say they've broken up. Oh god! Or do, you, or do you think they remain silent and just just go underground for as long as possible? I think that they'll be silent. But honestly, if I were them, I would just lean into it because they're going to just gain followers, even reg- like even if they're hated. Right. That's this weird screwed up thing about this world is like, eh, just be your terrible self at this point and like. In a few years, we'll all forget. But like, I don't know. At this point, make the most money off of it. I guess that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm like, if if my if I did something terrible and my actions are being broadcast everywhere, and I I know I'm not going to convince people otherwise. I'm like, does me disappearing and going into a cave make it any better? I mean, look at Trump. Like, he literally <laughs> can right. say whatever he wants. Yeah. He can be as terrible as he wants, and he only gains followers every day. So I'm kind of <laughs> like, like, just, like, follow the Trump model. Oh I don't know. Find your fan base. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, all the cheaters out there, <clears throat> you're with me. Yes, yeah. exactly. I'm telling you, there is a whole group of people. Because also, there's a group of people that just are always going to be Katie haters. There's a group of people who are always going to be Ariana haters like there are and so you can find that base of people like you're not going to be getting you know uh headlining at the the upfronts or you know maybe brand deals with bloomingdale's but you know maybe you'll get an OnlyFans, or maybe you'll get like some <laughs> niche brand that's yeah, just so, like yeah. for cheaters remember when there was that whole cheaters oh, like, ashley madison yes. the website i yeah, know ashley madison's gonna be contacting <laughs> they're gonna re-up and they're gonna be contacting sandoval and raquel yeah. and being like you guys gonna be the face of this website sex products who knows like there's so many things that they can make but money i think that's of. what's so triggering about raquel specifically was it is the like i'm doing all the the the, like the the um you know the cheating and this like the betrayal and like completely destroying lives but at the same time like being like i just wanted to talk to you tonight because i feel like we needed to connect you know so it's like it's it's the fact that they haven't leaned into being bad mm-hmm. they're still just playing it off like we're just really nice people and it's actually your fault that you're making me do this that like makes your mind go insane and like so the, the, you know the watcher just be like oh my god i know this person or i remember this person it's or, true. versus if they go full, if they want full villain then you just mm-hmm. kind of write them off as just bad but yeah. if it's the it's the fact that they're playing with your emotions by trying to still be the nice person and it's so like, true yeah no it, that's the thing i think with with uh sandoval i'm like i the moment I saw him on my screen, I just couldn't stand him. And this, I knew this before. This is before Scandal. I just can't stand the guy. And so I was always just like, uh, couldn't stand him. But with Raquel, I agree. I think what's been so triggering watching it is like, you're like, oh, there's this, there's this, these actions of like, no, I'm, I'm on the good side and I'm whatever. And I, I think I was looking at you and it triggers that person that we all know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when we watch Sandoval, it's the same thing. I'm like, I know that fucking piece of shit. <laughs> like, I know that asshole. And but then with Raquel there, I literally looked at Evan and I'm like, you know who Raquel is? 
remember that woman who was trying to get you to hook up with her when we were like i knew that person in mm. our life that i was right away like i think that everyone just feels it like yeah. deep down for sure and look i am i am an empathetic soul so it's yeah. like i can always find something and so during that birthday episode where they're all in the desert or whatever and she admitted that she had aged out of pageants and that for the first time in her life, she felt like she didn't have to be the good girl anymore. Look, that was very much like, oh, wow, that's what you need to explore in therapy. Because like your version of being a, not being a good girl, it went full 180 yeah, like, into being the worst <laughs> possible human yeah, ever. Like, you could just dial it back. A like You could have just been like hinging it up like we could have yeah. just been having some hookups like having fun we were all, all we're all about girl power living your best hot girl summer a hundred percent not with the woman who literally is going to your pageants driving hours to go to your pageant yeah, shows, stood by you through everything stood by you for everything and her business partner does not even like you and she is still defending you you don't sleep with you don't even look you don't even give eye contact yeah. <laughs> if, we, if you spend the night you better wear a turtleneck yeah, no, yeah. like you have what a, you are belted up from head to toe literally like, don't spend the night no just don't don't you know, spend the night unless ariana's in the room with you and you yeah. guys have your own you know you, you do your yeah no mm-mm, a thousand mm-mm. percent and that was the thing i think it would have been such a different story for her and the viewers if it would have been like yeah i'm exploring this this other side of me and having the hot girl summer and i think a lot of the viewers would have like totally related to that and been like yes cheering raquel on and she could have had a hero arc this uh this season but no nope. goddamn, she, she, she chose an alternate path. <laughs> she chose an alternate <laughs> path for sure um interview wise obviously we've heard from raquel randomly with like what was it tmz outside of a nail shop in valley village which isn't even where she lives it's like where tom and ariana live it was the whole thing was really swim fanish yeah it was very strange it's like we're not getting any any info from her and then we get this one tmz reporter who she's answering a few questions to it all felt very strange i think it's josh josh the tmz reporter has been the <laughs> one that's been hot on the trail of sandoval and raquel and maybe even schwartz like yeah doing his but then we with schwartz or excuse me with sandoval we got the howie mandel got the howie interview. mandel um what were your thoughts with <laughs> do you did you so random <laughs> I thought it was a joke. Guys, I'm going on ESPN to discuss this. You're like, ESPN? Like, why? It's like, so, guys, I'm doing the UFC live event to talk about me and Raquel. It's like, huh? The Rosie O'Donnell show is coming yeah. in on the One air. night only. It was so, so random. random. And I guess it makes sense because his band manager or someone in his band is, is married to Howie Mandel's daughter. And she's a big Vanderpump Fools. Either way, <laughs> it just was like really awkward. And I guess like I, I, the only time he knew he was going to be able to say whatever he wanted and nobody was going to question him. That's what I was thinking. I was like, from my perspective, when I when I heard, I'm like, first of all, what in God's name? I'm like, is Howie some huge VPR <laughs> fan that I was unaware of? I'm like, what? But then as soon as I started watching it, I was like, oh, this seems like quite a strategic move where it's like, oh, you're going to check mark the box 
that says, I did my interview and I told everybody what was going on, but I'm going to check it off with someone who's not going to know anything to then push back. And someone who's older, <laughs> who's not even like, right. So like yeah. a boomer who's not even like on the level to understand, like to even be connecting with all of this. And then you can just be like, you know what I mean, man? Like, yeah, I messed up, but like, oh yeah, totally. Nice to meet you. Totally. That makes sense. All right, cool. Good talk. Like, it's not going to be yeah, like someone who actually knows what's Howie, going on. Howie didn't even know that it was like, I think he just thought they had kissed the whole time. And the minute he said like, <laughs> who's Sheena? I was like, you know what, Howie, you gotta go. <laughs> like, Literally, <laughs> Sheena's what created Vanderpump Rules. <laughs> Right, if right. she had never slept with Brandy Glanville's husband, yeah. maybe this would never even yeah, be no, happening. You're like, Don't who's say who Sheena. But yeah, but I will say the fact that it's like it's like a bro walking into Comic Con and he's like, "So is, is Spider Man here or something?" And everyone's like, "No." <laughs> but the fact that Sandoval felt he had to do the show does bode well that Andy was asking the right questions because he would have never felt. It clearly felt like he was not getting his side heard in the reunion. So he felt he needed to do this extra interview. So it means that Andy or the other people in the panel were going in and getting it all out of him that he didn't want to get. And plus, we have the one-on-one interviews. Like, don't forget, because we have the reunion. But then Andy sat down one-on-one with Ariana, with Sandoval, and with Raquel. And so it'll be interesting, the one-on-one with Raquel, because... Sandoval won't be in the room. Yeah, we're just going to get just her unfiltered. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. other voice chirping in. Because we saw what happened when Schwartz did basically a one-on-one with Watch What Happens Live. He fell he <laughs> fell apart at the seams. Oh, yeah, you didn't see that. That was one of the best <laughs> things I've ever seen on live television. Schwartz went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, and he didn't have his, like, backup. He didn't have his partner with him, his buddy. And he just, like, it was, like, like just verbal, like, diary, just, like, admitting things, but then also, like, wait, wait no, like, it was just a disaster. <laughs> If you set a trap, he's going to fall in it every time. You know what I mean? And someone like Cohen is going to know every trap to set. He's like, oh, man, I was there. Got me again, Andy. Dang it, man. Like, he's just like, come on. You know, he's just always like falling over. Like, he just like, <laughs> like just mentally always just like, even like when he, he made out with Raquel. And then his opening move when he went into, remember he went into dinner, like when Katie was eating dinner, yeah. he, he just popped a piece of his sushi and went, oops. <laughs> like he walked over and like, oops. And like that was the opening move. And the last time she heard from him, he had made out with her arch nemesis. And his opening move was like, let me pop this piece of sushi to see if it cracks you. Like, it's just like insane. Yeah. He's experimental. Yeah. He's yeah. like, ooh, I mean, this will work. <laughs> Oh God! Oh my God! Well, I mean, yeah, I'm so I'm so interested to hear the one on ones, and then we have tonight Ariana. We're going to hear from the first time because she's going on Watch What Happens Live. She's the only guest. Yes, and so Whoa. this is like I think this will be the highest rated just show Watch What Happens Live in Bravo history. Absolutely. Do you think that Ariana is going to just put it all out there, or do you think she's going to? Based on the clip that we've seen of the finale, absolutely. She's, it's no holds bar. She's going to say exactly. She might tell us what positions they were in. She might tell <laughs> us, like, you know, when and where they did it. Like, you know, she, I think she's going to like, yeah, we're going to hear every detail. And why not? God, I sure hope so. Mm-hmm. The reunion outfit, those photos when they dropped, yeah. my jaw is on the floor. Like, the red is just such a perfect, just coming for you energy. And I was saying earlier, I, I was like, I think that the way that Raquel's handled this whole thing has been a 10. I think her just not saying a word and then just going about her life 
successfully, beautifully, and acting like we all know what's going on in my life, but I cannot be bothered by that anymore. And holding off until now, this pinnacle is just perfect. Mm -hmm. Letting everybody else come in, have their interviews, whatever. And she's like, I'm dead silent until we hit this final moment. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. Okay. Before, before we let you go, were there any little tidbits that you heard, like T-wise, that you'd love to share that you were like, that made me like either scratch my head or that was like a weird just anecdote that popped in? Because this whole thing, there's been so much and the yeah. whole thing has just been strange. I know. And that was the thing because there were so many things that were like, I was like, that didn't happen, but people ran with it. Because like even something recently, I was just like... That wasn't true. Like, or even, okay, today when it came out about like, oh, sleeping in the car together. For some reason, some people heard they slept in Ariana's car together. Some people heard that, you know, slept in like Tom's car. And I was just like, but she said like slept in her car together. It's just interesting what people hear when they're watching it. Right. Um, And then there was something else that was going around. I think it was regarding Sandoval. I can't remember because it was, again, this was one of those stories where people were so hungry for information. Yeah that they were willing to take it from any source possible. And it was really hard to cut through all of that. And like, literally I would get accused of being like, Oh, I guess your sources are wrong. And I'd be like, well, no, actually my sources are great. I'm yeah. just going to let this play out for another six weeks. And then you'll hear the truth. And so <laughs> you'll find out. it was hard to cut through a lot of the noise. Right. And so I think now that we're going to see the finale and all of it will come to light, it will be good. And you know, do you feel like a lot of the information out there was wrong or do you feel like a lot of it was right? And it was just so much one thing after another that. I think a lot of it was right. And yeah. I think a lot of it was wrong. Like there was <laughs> equal amounts of wrong as much as equal amounts sure, of right. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> Which yeah. actually builds the legend. You know what I <laughs> no, mean? It does, it's like, everyone, oh my God, and then it's wrong and then you can't trust that. And then it's backfiring. And like that builds the, like the anticipation. Cause so people much more. still believe that Raquel isn't at a real rehab facility. And I'm like, I have it on really good authority. She did go to a legitimate rehab. She didn't go to this spa that everyone is talking about. And so, you know, there was just a, a lot of that. And, um, yeah, but a lot my, of the conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, yeah sorry. Just, no, I was just saying, just a lot of conspiracy theories. But there was a lot of good information and just as much as bad. So, do we know if Raquel's back? I mean, nobody has said anything, and and I haven't seen even any. You would think TMZ would, you know, would get a picture of her. I'm sure that they're hot on her trail, right? Um, so I don't know, but with the finale tonight, I'm like, I know, I haven't seen her. So I don't know if she's just. At her, you know, family. So I think her family is also in Arizona, you know, so she could have just like gone from rehab and just been like, I'm just going to hang out in Arizona for yeah. a while. Because why not? I wouldn't come back until I had to film. No, I would. If this was going down with me, I would stay at my family's house. I'm not leaving the house. Yeah. Sending out mom and dad to go do my errands and my shopping. You can come back here. I'm not leaving. Yeah. Yeah. But oh, my gosh. Well, like we said, tonight is the night. Tonight is the finale episode and then the Watch What Happens Live with Ariana, which is just bound to have all the information. Kiki, thank you so much thank for you. coming on and just giving us all of your expertise and just helping us pro. with the timelines <laughs> and everything. Like, it's just so hard to, like, manage all the timelines and the dates and who's who and all of this. So we so appreciate you. Mm. Um, okay, so... Talk of shame. 
yes. on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, YouTube as well. I do YouTube. I haven't been keeping up really well. Um, okay. But yeah, on the talk of shame. And I'm also doing weekend TikToks for Daily Mail. So yes. follow nice. the Daily Mail on TikTok. And oh my see God. Me on the weekends. God damn. I'll be Daily doing some Mail. coverage for the Vanderpump Dogs Gala for them too. So I cannot wait. Okay, we'll have all that information in the episode <laughs> notes. We so appreciate you. Thank you so Thank much. You. much. Yes. Look at this. <laughs> clap, Lee, clap. <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much to kiki for mm. joining us she i love kiki so much well it's just nice to have like the you know expert the experts the you know what i mean because it's like especially for me now i don't know if you guys have, have picked up on this but i come from a very you know everything i do is a little loosey-goosey a little joke a little, little you would just like to joke around you know hey is that a problem <laughs> i love it okay i'm sensing a little judgment there I'm a fun. I'm a fun it's guy. My favorite thing about you. Um, but no, it's just nice to have some education. You yeah, know what I mean? Yes. A professor was never in my, you know, view for a career. Uh huh. So we bring those people on, and you are also like that too. Oh, yeah. But I'm no, just. I'm, I'm just the guy the, in the clack back of the class going, cake stand. I'm. I'm the guy. You know what I mean? Like I'm the guy. Like who's just like, what year are you? He's like six. <laughs> That's my version of podcasting. A <laughs> six-year senior. <laughs> so anyway, it's no, really nice I'm to have. I'm definitely, that's, I, I, I probably lean a little more towards your your style of podcasting sometimes. You'd be, where you'd I'm be just, doing cake stands with I me? I think it's a little bit like, I'm like, it's reality TV. It's funny. Let's do <laughs> yeah. this thing. But no, Kiki is just it's having her here is just a 100%. gift. And I just love her so much. So thank you so much, Kiki. Yes. Again, if you all aren't following the Talk of Shame, please do. Because even if you're not into Vanderpump. Kiki has it all. I get all my information, all my celebrity news, pop culture news. I get that from Kiki. She's the best. Mm. Um, and also just off of that too, I was just thinking, I'm like, we're just, you know, you know, you and me, we like to have a silly fun time talking mm-hmm. about everything that is reality TV. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to say this, obviously like these are real people yeah. and not that Ariana is listening <laughs> to this podcast, but just like, sending all the love to her like genuinely i cannot imagine what this has been like truly and i think that's probably why it stirred up so i mean at the end of the day i think probably why this has become frontline news is because so many people can relate and have walked through similar Mm -hmm. situations even if it doesn't look like how it does on vanderpump but Mm -hmm. just the feeling of pain and betrayal and all of that so just sending love to ariana and you know obviously this is for the best and she's moving on and just thriving and life is is better and shinier but it's just still so painful so painful you know and i'm sure i'll get a lot of hate for saying this too but you know at the end of the day as well Obviously, you know how I feel about Raquel's actions of it all um, and the accountability that needs to happen. I know we were talking about the rehab piece and, you know, how I feel also about, you know, checking in with your mental health, not that being an excuse, but hopefully accountability does happen Mm -hmm. and is taken and there can be growth through that, I guess. You know, that's all I can say. It's only uphill from here. I mean, hopefully. Yeah, that's that's what you hope for somebody And in regards to Tom Sandoval, well, I don't have much to say to you, Tom Sandoval. Bless Ariana. I think the proof is in the pudding. Tom, time and time again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that. (laughs) Anywho, um, moving on to 
taking a very yeah. different, <laughs> very different turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I know at the top of the episode we were talking about, um, you know, sharing kind of what's been going on the past few days. Again, I know. Sorry, everybody. I know this is a hard left turn, but mm. it's the family, and so I don't know. Just want to be honest with kind of where we're at and what's been going on in our yeah. lives. Um, so this uh, last weekend we went to drag con mm-hmm. with ember which was amazing Unreal. we had just the best two days Seriously. ever it was so special that you didn't have work and you were able to yeah, come with us this year amazing. and evan and i had just the best time with ember you and i both cried numerous mm-hmm. times we just yeah. it was just uh, a really special 48 hours um and then uh the morning of mother's day um my sweet grandma um passed away unexpectedly in her sleep early that morning um you know she manana was in her 90s and so it wasn't like a shock but she was also she was feeling good she was healthy so um it was um unexpected and so yeah it was a lot the past few days have been hard yeah yeah um my, I know I talked about my Nana a lot um, throughout the years on Chatty Broads. Yeah. My Nana was just like everything. Mm-hmm. Love her so much. Um, And, you know, we were, we were super, super close. I spent um every weekend, spent the night at her house all growing up my whole, like, you know, until I was like a teenager. And then, um, after that, I would still see her pretty much every weekend up until like last weekend. Um, I felt so grateful and privileged that we were able to spend so much time together. In fact, you know, she lived, she lived in the same community as my mom for the past however many years and even before that she literally lived next door yeah. when my grandfather was alive they lived next door to my family when i was in high school like next door, next door. <laughs> so they love our family so much they bought the house next door yeah. and she would just mosey on every single day and and um you know again i know a lot of you have heard me talk about her but she's just an incredible woman um i feel so gifted that you and her were so close um that you guys had such a close relationship she absolutely adored evan she was like you know i I, if i'm i didn't really have a close relationship with my grandparents Mm -hmm. um and she gave me that Mm -hmm. you know she gave me that relationship someone who cares and someone who was available and someone who wanted to see you and who wanted to be around you and who wanted to check in on you and who spoiled you at times and who just, you know, she she was just like, she was grandma, you know? And I feel so just lucky that I got to, you know, that she got to be that in my life selfishly, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, um, she, she was, she was a special person who touched a lot of people's lives yeah, and, and was selfless in so many ways. And her story is incredible. Her story is amazing. And I don't remember like how much I've shared 
over the years. Maybe one day, you know, we'll we'll yeah. we'll get into into a detail about it. I don't know how much I could do today. Yeah, I <laughs> I'd mean, probably be a, yeah. a mess talking about it. But you know, she was a, a strong woman with the most gentle spirit. Like, um, you know, she uh, was from Switzerland, and and her and my grandfather and. My mom and uncle lived over there, and um, then when my mom and uncle were a little bit older, they came and came and moved to the United States, and um, you know started from the ground up, mm-hmm. and genuinely like took care of our family. Like, I mean, it's been a generational thing yeah. that they've just blessed us. Mm-hmm. Um, she was an accountant. Mm-hmm. I did not inherit that side of the brain. The right, right. I did not get that part of, of, of the gene pool from her. Um, but she was also just someone who, yeah, her background when she was young um, through the wars was, was unbelievable. Yeah. And, and what she endured. Um, and one of the biggest things to me was her love story with, my grandfather, I made her tell it to me again and again so many times yeah. over the years. They had one of the most incredible love stories I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Um, just a a love that was just so deep and consistent and was able to push through the hard times. And I remember my mom always talking about when they, after they moved over to the States, that mm-hmm. uh, she used to get so embarrassed in high school because her friends would come over and my Nana and Boppy would be like spooning on the couch when they'd walk in. She'd be like, mom, like they just, yeah, they, they were just so in love. And, you know, she was there by his side through um, a lot of his, his health struggles. And he passed away about 13 years ago. And mm-hmm. since that happened, you know, she's, she is a, a strong woman who was living on her own and, and, you know, genuinely was like, I can't wait one day to be reunited with the love of my life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I don't know what happens after this, but if there is something, I know that those two are, mm. are together. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm. it's been, um, you know, I, I, I posted about it on Instagram and I just wanted to say thank you so much to everyone who sent just so many kind messages. It means so much to me and is so comforting. And I saw, you know, numerous people talking about that they were just lost grandparents and other people. And so just, you know, sending so much love to people who are experiencing loss right now and also who experienced it years ago because, you know, we talk about it all the time, like grief isn't linear. Um, yeah. It comes at different points. And so any sort of loss Mm. Um, like I know like earlier today we recorded earlier today with Kiki and at the top of the day I was like, yeah, I'm good. And all of a sudden now we're recording this later and I'm like, Evan came home from work and I'm like, I'm anxious and a mess. And, um, that's just how it works. And so, yeah, just over, you know, the upcoming days and weeks and I'm just going to allow myself to just process through it. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, you know, yeah. I'm probably taking a little bit of a step away from social media for a little bit just because, I don't know, I'm just kind of downloading some things and yeah. all that. But yeah, just wanted mm. to share that with everybody. Yeah, I mean, I think it's meaningful. I, I, if I'm being honest, guys, like <clears throat> it's it can be like a temptation to when these type of things happen to just 
not talk about them at all and just kind of, you know, oh, this podcast is fun and funny and we don't, you know what I mean? That's not what this is. But it's like, this might be corny, but like, if we're going to call ourselves family, right, Mm -hmm. this is the, this is an element of it. It's not always just, ha ha, what, what, you know, fun stuff. It's like, (laughs) this, 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 this is the reality of life. And and sorry if I laughed too hard during some of the Vanderpump stuff earlier in the episode. It's one of those things that I'm just like getting all that yeah, energy man, off my chest. Like, I'm just trying to. Sometimes whoo, you have to pull yourself push up. Push my your, way. Yeah. yeah. And I just think that, um, you know, we can we can tell by this by the fact that call homes can be really heavy. Yeah. You know what I mean? We can get a lot of heavy call homes kind of saying, hey, like, I'm really struggling with this, with this, with this, with this. And um, we just want to say that, you know, we love you guys. We see you. And. And babe, like, I'm sorry that that happened. You know, it's really, really hard. Her name was Claire, and she was a beautiful, amazing, inspirational soul. And she was a matriarch of the family. Yeah. She brought her family to America. She came from nothing and started something that was, um, you know, transformational for her kids. And and just the fact for that me. for yeah. you, for you know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and and then on my end, the the just the relationship that I never had in my platonic or in my, I guess, platonic, biological family, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> platonic, <laughs> in my biological family that, that she gave me, you yeah. know what I mean? She gave me the opportunity to, to connect with, <clears throat> to connect uh, in that way. So it just means a lot. And, and I'm sorry you're going through this. And for those of you out there that have gone through a similar thing with someone you're really close with. You know, we feel you and we're sorry that you had to go through that, but also it can be a time just to cherish memories and, mm-hmm. and remember the good times and it's okay to grieve and it's okay to have hard days and it's okay to check out a little bit. And if you need to call in sick, it's like, it's okay. Take care of yourself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Thank you. Yeah. We love there's, you all. there's, yeah, there's, you know, a few things <clears throat> moving through this that I just want to, you know, then cement in my mind and. One of those was um, the most incredible thing to me about my Nana was that she never stopped growing mm. and shifting and learning and learning from people around her and different yeah. people's experiences. Like this is a woman in her 90s and like up until the day she passed, like she was wanting to learn from people yes. and understand other people's perspectives and wasn't you know stuck in her ways it was like she was so deeply fixated on wanting to make sure that she loved people Mm -hmm. and she grew Mm -hmm. and that to me was and is so inspirational and i'm gonna miss you know like i said i used to see her pretty much every weekend i'm gonna miss um calling her and You know, we used to call her a lot and ask her questions when I'm struggling through a pro- a process. And she was always so wonderful about being comforting to me, but then also offering growth perspective. Um, but my hope is to carry on that legacy. Mm. Um, and another thing about her is that, you know, at first, because... I'm feeling a lot. I was like, maybe we should push the podcast this week. 
But I was like, what would Nana want? And if there was one person in my life who has been a supporter of the podcast, it has been my Nana. God bless her. She didn't know how to work anything when it came to the technological side of things. But she was the person who was the most vocally proud of me of anyone that I knew. And she, every time she saw me, she would tell me how proud she was of me. She encouraged me when I was scared about starting a business and stepping into this. And when I feel like it's too much, I can't handle it. She was always the one that she's like, you got this, you got this. And like, so I wanted to do the podcast today because I know that Nana is so proud of me and that that's what Nana would have wanted me to do. (laughs) Cause I, I know her through and through and she's just like cheering me on always. So, anywho, I appreciate you all listening um, to me process this, and I appreciate um, the family for always being so there for us. Mm -hmm. Like, it brings so much peace and joy to my heart, and, you know, thank you all for for being patient with me as I I work through this. Lord knows there might be moments through the upcoming weeks that I might you know, be off or weird or I don't know, just, just processing it all. But yeah, Mm. I love you all. And I love you so much. And thank you for, for being there for me and my family through, uh, through all this. Of course. Of course. We're in this together. Yep. Yep. So, Mm. Anywho. Speaking of that, yeah, should we do a little call home since yeah, we're all in this together? Let's talk to the family all for right. the love of God. Let's talk to the family. <laughs> Remember, you can always call home. Hi, mom and dad. Hi. Um, so this question might be geared more towards Jess, but Evan, I'd love your perspective as well as of that supportive partner. But um, long story short, I finally have a handle on my chronic depression mm. shout out to acupuncture talk therapy and antidepressants it's like the holy trinity um but i'm coming out of this kind of depressive haze realizing um a lot of people in my life it's like a shadow of my former self following me um mm. you know i feel like a lot of people are making assumptions of who i used to be saying no to things um things that people are hesitant to bring up um with my parents and you know some of my friends but also even my husband who has always been super supportive and always has met me where I'm at. Um, I just found out recently that there's some ideas that he had that he didn't bring up because he didn't think it was a good time. Mm. Um, that kind of thing. Like, do I need to send out a newsletter or PSA? Like I'm always going to be mentally ill, but at the same point I'm like, Hey everybody, like I have more of a handle on it now. Give me a chance kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, hope that makes sense. Love y'all. Bye. Well, first of all, love you and just sending you so much love. And I'm so happy to hear that, like you said, you've got that yeah. trifecta, the Holy Trinity going on and that you're feeling, you know, better. Um, I relate to this so much. Sure. Like hearing <laughs> hearing everything you're saying, I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And I relate to the relate. other end. A thousand so percent. So I think this is really specific. Yeah, I, I definitely would imagine that you could relate to the other end. Okay. First thoughts, Um, I would say that, number one, to keep in your mind, again, I might be projecting, this is my own experience, but I know when um, I felt like I was in a place with my mental health where I was able to maybe process things better, um, that 
when all of a sudden I could tell that people around me, like friends, family, you, Evan, were tiptoeing around certain things or not saying certain things to me, that would put me in my own head. I would start to feel kind of self-conscious, like they don't think I can handle this. And I would kind of put that on myself. I want to say first and foremost, um, I know it's hard, but do your very best to know that this isn't about you other than the people around you wanting to love you and support you and maybe not knowing how to ride that line. Like, you know you are on the right path right now. You know who you are. You know how you feel. And here's the truth, too. Even if you were not in a place where you felt like you were stable or you were struggling, you still need to be feeling all those things like security in yourself and confidence in yourself. And the thing about struggling with uh, mental health issues is that it's so difficult, but you also know the fucking superpowers you have. And you know that you now have, you also have this different perspective on the world, a different type of empathy and and vision. And you know all these things. So please do your very best to just feel that confidence in yourself. Continue to feel that way. Don't let maybe the way that people are tiptoeing around you make you slide into this place where you're feeling not confident. You're questioning who you are and all of this. Um, next moving into processing through this with friends, family, your partner. Um, Again, like I said, I think this is people around you trying to protect you and love you in the best way that they know how. I'm assuming they maybe don't struggle with the same things that you do, so that they're not necessarily sure the best route of how to handle this, and they think that maybe they're doing the best thing for you. Um, I would say that communication, I mean, it always goes back (laughs) these calls to communication, but I know for myself, when I got to a point where I felt like, hey, I'm good, I can handle this, and now it's getting to a place where I'm feeling you all tiptoeing around and it's bothering me, like, I want to hear these things, like, please don't treat me like a porcelain egg, you know, um, that I communicated with, (laughs) with my family, I communicated with Evan, I was like, hey, I know that you're trying to love on me and make sure I'm okay. I'm telling you, if anybody knows themselves, it's people who are struggling with anxiety, depression, with the bipolar. Like, we have examined ourselves through our own examination, through therapy, through and through. Like, I'm telling you, I'm good right now. So please respect me by trusting me. I'm good. And I would like you to communicate with me as you were. And then know, though, if you're saying that, that when you do get to a place where you're feeling maybe not so good to then let those people know that you are not in a great place and you don't want to hear those things or have them process those things out loud. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I know, you know, Evan, with me and you, uh, we'll go through that where I'm in a place where I'm feeling we're cruising, we're doing well, I'm doing well. And I can say, hey, I'm good. And I see you hesitate sometimes and not say something. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, hey, I'm good. I can handle it. I want to hear it. But then also I know that with you as my partner, I have to sometimes be like, you know what? I am not in a place to hear this right now. Mm -hmm. Please do not share this with me. Mm -hmm. I'll let you know when I'm ready. Right. You know? Yeah. So I would say that. 
That's yeah, yeah. I think that's all amazing. I'll just do a quick little my angle. Yeah. So from my angle, uh, I would say that we, because we're not in your head, mm-hmm. we don't know when and how to do it. Like I'll, I'll, just, I'll just be super honest with you. There's just this level of like we don't understand how it works. A lot of times we don't understand how your brain is thinking. You do. Mm-hmm. So for you, it's like sometimes. <laughs> we, yeah. But but I'm just saying you'll you can know yeah, when you're feeling up for it, when you're not feeling up for it. We, first of all, don't know that. And then second of all, because like I'm not able to understand the processes and how things are processed. I can have that fear of like, I'd rather just not even go there mm-hmm. because I don't want to say the wrong thing or trip the wire or whatever. Um, so. That if that has been your past and now you feel like you're out of the woods a little bit on that and you're able to handle more and you're feeling like I want more of that communication, I think you have to have a little grace for your partner to know that it'll be a slow process, mm-hmm. that um, they hear you, but they're also trepidatious because they're because mm-hmm. all they can function off of is history. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's going to take it's going to be a little messy. It's going to be a little bumpy. But it's going to take some time and it's going to start small. Mm-hmm. So they're not just going to go generally. I mean, I'll just speak for myself. I'm not going to go, oh, you're telling me you can you can feel like you can handle more. Here's everything now. It's right. going to be like uh, for respect and carefulness out of the, our past. You know, I'm going to like give little bits and kind of work on this. And it's like anything. You're going to test out certain areas to see how it goes. So what I would say is just know that it's a slow build Mm -hmm. and um the longer that you've been in a relationship and then just had a change or whatever that then just know that it's going to be long before you can get to a place where it's just fully freely open and everyone's functioning in the same you know processes and knowing exactly how each other think like it's just going to take time go slow bits small bits little victories are huge Mm -hmm. oh he confided me with that he normally doesn't even though it wasn't the big thing, it was like it's something. And that's yeah. each time you go through that, it's like you're opening up the valve a little bit yeah. more, a little yeah. bit more. I had to kind of like rewire my thinking a little bit um, to be like, instead of taking it personally, when I could tell that you were holding back and mm-hmm. not sharing something because I wanted to take it personally and be like, he doesn't trust me with handling this. And I know I can handle this, but he doesn't want to, you know, I had to kind of rewire my thinking and being and being like, okay, he is not sharing this with me because he loves me. And this is the only way he knows how right now to what, you know, what you're thinking, not maybe spur on a manic episode, for instance, for me. And so you're trying, I knew you were trying to protect me. And so I had to kind of rewire my brain because of course, automatically you start thinking like, listen, I can handle this. And I know when we're saying you know, dear listener to be like, be patient with your partner. You're a little bit like, dude, <laughs> like I'm the one who's been struggling and I'm going through it. And now I'm having to be like tiptoeing around with my partner and being patient with my partner, but just do your be- very best to know um, that it's the people around you trying to do their best to love you and protect you. And because they're not in your brain processing all of this, not necessarily knowing the best way to do it. So I agree. I think it is a slow process, but I love what you said about the little victories. Um, I think that that was huge for us. I know when I would, when I was maybe coming out of like 
a really intense, you know, bipolar wave or like a manic wave. Um, and I could sense your trepidation and sharing certain things when I would notice that you would maybe open up and say something, I would kind of do my best to be like, I really appreciate you sharing that with me. Yeah. And yeah, those small victories. Um, and then again, constantly reminding yourself that this is my partner, yeah, my family, my love, whatever it is, trying to make sure that I'm okay in mm. the way that they know how. Right. Um, yeah, I hope that that helps. And again, sending you so much love and I'm so happy to hear that you have found these um, things in your life that are helping you work through this and process through this. Yeah. yeah. So we love you all. Love you all. Thanks for uh, having the, um, the sit down with us. <laughs> appreciate, yeah. appreciate you all. And t- genuinely, I cannot wait next week to talk yes. about this finale and talk about some other I'm drama <laughs> i'm coming in hot y'all by the way so it's gonna be lit let's go <laughs> it's gonna come in hot. i'm coming in hot dude dude the restaurant's not open come on man you know what i'm saying i'm coming in hot, hot. sandoval impressions they're they're coming in man <laughs> let's go dude We love you all. Love you guys. (laughs) Bye. Bye.